Hey y'all, this is Michael, your friendly neighborhood editor. Terribly sorry that this episode is over a week late, but I thank you for your patience. Uh, Life happened and stuff is going on. Don't worry, nothing bad. I'm just busy. But I finally got this finished, and so now you can listen to episode 20 of Pokemon Rollout. I'm going to stop delaying and let you listen from here on out. Look forward in the coming weeks to a couple bonus episodes, uh, starting with an egg episode, and then we're going to have a Halloween special that we're really excited about. So, hope you enjoy those, hope you enjoy this episode. And we'll catch you later. Last time on Pokemon Rollout. With little explanation, gym leader Cole Danton brought the group to a clearing with a hill. Their task? To defend the hill from his oncoming Pokemon without getting knocked off the hill themselves. With Pokemon advancing on all sides, our group's Pokemon, Boss the Mankey, Bernie the Combuskin, and Myth the Crowgunk, decided to have a flexing contest instead of paying mind to some of the psychic Pokemon around them. It was a hard-fought battle that resulted in Myth boss and Professor Sneeze fainting, and the remaining members of the team taking injuries, but they came out victorious. Cole Danton flew into the hill to pick up the injured party members and revealed that he had more trials for the group to complete. What does he have up his sleeve today in Pokemon Rollout? My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real-play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play the part of Chartreuse Pine. I'm Michael, and I play Professor Sneeze. I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana. Alright, you all went back to the Pokemon Center and got healed up. Uh... And ready to go? Uh, he turns uh, to you and what, says, what, "What happened? I'm so stressed. There's so much going on right now. Uh, that Machop was really, really intense." Feel free to pick the team you like now. You'll <laughs> be able to use them all however you like. Uh, we have is to he... pick fighting once again. <laughs> that worked out so have... well. Hey, it was an interesting fight, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I am going to change my lineup, I think. Um, I am going to as well quickly. Um Hey Cole Danton, like do we have any idea like what we're doing so we can prepare for this? Or like are you just gonna just kinda throw us in there like you did before? It's the fun in life if you if you always know what's coming next. Not not getting injured or fainting? <laughs> like I said, fun. <laughs> Show you some fun. <laughs> Charlie is bringing. This is this is gonna be fun. Uh, I need to uh, maybe stat one out a little bit here, really quickly here, or at least get its moves in there. But Charlie is switching out Chomps and um, Lefty the Deerling. And this is actually the first time Chomps won't be in his party, but it's so he can bring his two fanpy. Um, and so as as a reminder for our listeners, I'm not sure how how uh, Michael edited this in here, but anyways, as a reminder to our listeners, um, Professor Sneeze caught one of these fanpy, and Charlie caught the other one, so they they named them in tandem. 
the original plan, uh, the original idea is that, no, they were twins. They're both uh, level 17 male fanpy. And so we're going to name them Castor and Pollux. Uh, so Professor Sneeze named one of them Castor, and Charlie named the other one Potluck. <laughs> so uh potluck needs to get some some moves on him <laughs> oh it's good it's, it's good. good it's good well i am going to trade out schmoopy and get flora my floette back you traded out schmoopy i did <gasps> i did schmoopy gets a break that hasn't happened since I caught Schmoopy. Schmoopy has been no, it has. Since the been, beginning. Schmoopy has been out in your party since uh, episode one. Yep. Same with Chomps. Chomps has been in my party since and Victoria. And Victoria has been in Liliana's. But who's really surprised about Victoria? <laughs> Chomps. Chomps will become a Gyarados. It'll, it'll happen. Chomps is close, actually. It's a race now to see whose magic card becomes a Gyarados first. Well, now that you said it, it's, it's going to be Victoria. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, my so uh, to recap the fans here, I have of course Katana with me, Bernie the Torchic, uh, Pinny the Skorupi, uh Beatrice the Conebe, Tortuga, uh, Six Pack the Tortuga, and Castor and Potluck. I have Melody the Jigglypuff, Atlas the Shieldon, Archie the Apom, Boss the Mankey, uh, Gemma the Doduo, and Flora the Floette. Um, And I have Spicy the Girdle, Ruse the Zerua, Mich the Krogunk, Taro the Tortuga, Snippy the Scorpy, and my and uh um Caden's my litwick. <laughs> so so you that, don't have it? I do not. I do Whoa. not. It's not at this time. I know. Okay. <gasps> if we're gonna be doing crazy things right now, we should probably have a a decent team. <laughs> <laughs> as painful as that is to admit it. Oh dear. All right. So after you've got your guys' teams assembled and ready to go, uh, Cole leads you out of the Pokemon Center again and in a different direction for a little while until you come to the mouth of the cave. He goes, all right, I want you to head. uh, Just navigate through those caves and there should be a stream at the end. Just cross that stream. That's That's all? Just cross the stream? I always thought you weren't supposed to cross the streams. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, just pass through the caves and cross the streams. Again, don't catch the Pokemon that are in there, but uh, they'll probably fight you, so you can fight them. Charlie's already in the cave. <laughs> Alright. We follow are... Charlie. <laughs> cave is pitch black. Um, except for Professor Sneeze's hair. Yep, which can glow and light everything's up for everybody. All right. Uh, can I get a perception check from everybody? I perceive things good. Ugh. That's a crit fail for me, too. Ooh. <laughs> I got so, a five. Good to know that Professor Sneeze sees his hair. Mm-hmm. How, how, about, how about an 11 to help us out here? <laughs> Alright. So, uh, Charlie, you can see that the ground is mostly sand here in these parts of the caves as you're passing through there. You notice some, like, strange little humps and patches of sand in the areas, um, but besides that, it seems very still and quiet. Okay. Uh, I don't think, uh, I mean, Charlie makes note of that stuff mentally, but I don't think that uh, he would, okay, it's a, it's sandy and there's some lumps, let's, let's, let's walk, folks. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but that's what he thinks. 
All right. Liliana, can they get an acrobatics check? Yeehaw, you sure can. Once I find it. Okay. That's how I figure out my acrobatics. Is I, um, um, I got an 11 on that. All right. You managed to keep your balance and jump back as the bit of sand you just stood on suddenly vanishes into a pit at the bottom, which is a giant or is a big uh, orange maw that's snapping at you. Well, that doesn't always happen. <laughs> Whoa. Do I know what that is? He says as he rolls a six in Pokemon education. <laughs> um, you think it might be a trap inch. While you hear other snapping sounds uh, from coming from two other directions as the trap inch pulls its body out of the sand and starts moving towards you. <laughs> Get it at the trap inch. <laughs> <laughs> in quite the trap inch. Look at all these booby trap inches. <laughs> hey, this is a kid's show. <laughs> coughing, coughing. <laughs> wow, way to make it weird, Paul. <laughs> I don't know, that joke was pretty much a yawnma to me. <laughs> oh boy, okay. So these trampants are coming to attack us. <laughs> they seem a little riled up. Do I we mean, see kind of... the stream? You do not see the stream yet, no. Okay. Or maybe they're just all yawning at the same time aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want them to all use yawn, I mean, it's not really on the trampants' move list, but... Well, you don't have to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so with this, uh, seeing this, Charlie uh, knows just the Pokemon to bring out. Um, come on out, six pack. pack. Uh, let's uh, let's see what you can do. Okay. So six pack pops out. Uh, Professor Sneeze will release Flora the Floette. Come on out, Flora. Uh, okay. Do we just recognize one trap hinge so far? Uh, there's snapping sounds coming from other directions that sound similar or like very similar, so there's probably at least three. Convenient. Remember, he said no catching these either. Yes. Um, I think I'm going to release my Scorpy Snippy. Okay. Alright, Charlie. Man, without a Pokemon to catch, he doesn't know what to do. Um <laughs> would a perception check get me anything else if I if I rolled another one? Uh you can try. Alright, let's roll some more perception. Let's see what we get out of this. Cause he's well aware of the trap hints that's there already. Uh we have rolled an eight. Yeah, you can identify the other two tramp trap pinch nearby that they are trap inch. Okay. Uh, they seem to be three. Okay, so I announce that. Uh, be careful, guys. There are two more trap inch around here. Uh, take a look around for them. Thanks, Charlie. And and that concludes Charlie's turn. But then, except he follows up by saying, um, "Let's get the one in front of us, uh, six pack." I uh, hit it with, uh, Aqua Jet. Oh, uh, yeah, and that's fast enough that it goes first. Yay, because it's priority. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's see how this shakes out. All right, so, uh, 2d6, I rolled a 4. Meh. Um, so that's 12 and 16. Did you roll for accuracy? Why would I do such a thing? Oh, well, I suppose if I didn't roll for accuracy, then that roll didn't count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, accuracy mm. was a 10. Okay, that does hit. How much damage was that roll? Uh, it was uh, 28 water physical damage. 28 water physical damage. 
that does 33 water physical damage, which is enough to injure the trap inch. So it's still snapping, but the water kind of pushed it right back to the bottom of its pit again. It's writhing around and snapping. Um. Um. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> um, I will have Sniffy use Bite on... I guess it doesn't really matter whichever trap... Well, actually, no, to the one that Charlie just hit. Um, so I got 13 accuracy for that. And then 27 damage total. Physical? Or, I mean, dark for Bite. Dark physical for Bite. So that did 16 dark physical damage, and the trampage is still up. Alright, uh, Professor Sneeze is going to turn to the same trapinch, trapinch, uh, and say, Yeah, gang, let's, let's gang up on it! And he's going to flex his hair muscles and use swift on that same trapinch. And roll to see if it's crit. Oh, 19. Not a crit. Alright. Um... Damage. 29 normal special damage. Does 18 normal special damage and is enough to knock that poor trap edge out cold. Haha. <laughs> um, Liliana will do rock smash on that trap edge that we're all just kind of wailing on right now. It's untainted. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you want to keep do attacking it? Agreed. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, <laughs> she like quick runs to it, realizes that that's not the one she wanted to go to, and she turns around to go to another one. She forgot her glasses at home or something. I don't know. Um. So yeah, so she'll go for a different one, but she'll still use rocks now. Oh, okay. So, um, I got a 15 for accuracy. That hits. And then I got a 20... Wait, what? Oh, I did the wrong one. I got 24 damage total. 24, okay, that did 12 total damage to the bench. It did not gain an injury. Flora, head toward that one that Liliana just attacked and use Razor Leaf. 18. And that's a critical hit that, for Razor Leaf. That is a critical hit. Alright. So roll the base damage twice. So roll 46. Plus 16. Plus 10. Yep. 46 plus 26. That will be 34 grass physical damage. That did 39 grass physical damage which was not enough to faint the trap inch but it did give it two injuries mm. so that one is not doing the best in the world in the entire world in the entire world it is not the best <laughs> well I gotta be the very best like no one ever no was. one ever was Oh dear. It's funny you say that because to catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. Ooh. Ooh. Well, we're traveling across the land. Searching <laughs> far and wide Snare. because Charlie But mostly to stop hand. this. <laughs> the trapping uh, that's being attacked digs down and starts tossing uh, sand and earth everywhere. Which catches Flora in the swell. Unless Flora has levitate, which Flora does not. Okay. (laughs) Flora, why don't you have levitate? Flora in the in the swell and does thirty-five. No, thirty-three. No, thirty. Sorry, thirty-five ground physical damage. Thirty-three. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Thirty-five, yes. I kept looking at the wrong one. That's an injury. 
two injuries. Meanwhile, the other Trapinch gets itself out of its uh, trap. Yep. <laughs> and pinch. And just in the pinch of time. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Why do those two drums and cymbal keep falling off a cliff? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know who keeps putting them there. <laughs> it's that, like, Dan guy. He's up in the air and then he's dropping them accidentally. <laughs> call Dan, he just He's just dropping drums and cymbals every once in a while. <laughs> Along with rocks. <laughs> Alright. That trap inch uh, opens its mouth and a swirling vortex of sand appears and it fires the vortex at six pack. Ooh. Oh. I don't like the sounds of that. I don't like that either. It Stop does it. 58 ground physical damage because it critted with Sand's Tomb. Holy Is that cats. counting the 1.5? That is not. Oh. So it actually did 87 ground physical damage. I think that just uh, beat our biggest attack roll oh, no. of the podcast. Oh no. Minus not. defense. Um, minus defense, let me just check here. Defense is 15, that's not going to do it. Because you said it was 80. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to do it. 87, okay. Yeah, that's, it was four away. Four away, yep. No, that does not... Uh, Penny did like 200 or something Oh, that's like right. That. That's yeah. right. I forgot about Penny. But, no, Penny, uh, did, Penny did 90, so... 90, no, okay. No, did, did a little over 100, yeah. Okay, anyways. Yeah, Penny, Penny is still queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that three <laughs> injuries, or how, how, how many injuries is that? That's three injuries. And uh, six-pack is out cold. She is indeed out cold. So Charlie returns her. And uh, remind me, I got that quick switch. Do I get to throw another Pokemon out right away? You can, yes. Alright, uh, let's get... Uh, so, uh, Sixpack comes back. Um, good try. That that one was a tricky one, uh, Sixpack. Uh, but Beatrice, it's your turn. Come on out. And Beatrice, the combi, comes back out. Or comes out now. Huh. Um, speaking of Charlie, uh, do you know that he has aspirations to be a, a Pokemon professor? So, I mean, you could say that um, each Pokemon to understand uh, the power that's inside. Pokemon. <laughs> we will. Uh, Beatrice is going to attack um, the one that just killed Tortuga. She's going to uh, six-pack, I should say. <laughs> Kill six-pack. Kill. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it all depends on what theory theory you ascribe to. But anyways, she's going to uh, try to revenge attack it uh, with a uh, probably a. Uh, let me double check this here. And to that one. Okay, so uh, Beatrice is going to actually attack with uh, a bug bite, um, attacking. Um, uh, the trip ends with a bug bite. Um, so let's roll for accuracy and see how that does. 17. That hits. Alright, so we got uh, 22 physical bug damage. on, uh, and It's on the one that, as I said, attacked uh, six pack. Yep, so you did 12 physical bug damage and that one is uninjured at the moment. Good, okay. Okay, Charlie. What is he gonna do? Slow game dance for that for you. I know. <laughs> uh, Charlie just gives uh, Beatrice some encouragement. Uh, Beatrice, you're in a good position. These are ground type Pokemon. I, I, I think. I hope they came from the ground. Um, so I don't think think they can hurt you too much. Charlie effectively does nothing. Snippy. Is going to do um weird. Okay. So um, I got a the wounded one. Yep. Okay. Um, so I got a nineteen for that. 
All right, the trap and sh- shutters. All right, uh, are they situated in such a way that, um, say hypothetically, I could hit both of the trap inch in one uh, cone two? Yes. All right, then Professor Sneeze will situate himself to be at the corner of that cone two and use flash. You have to move quick not to step on Snippy because she did the same thing. So you hit them both. Since Lear is also a cone too. Oh, okay. But yeah. But I'll stand next to Snippy and use Flash. Eight. Okay. And eight is enough to make the trap inch blink their little star eyes. Be blinded right, by my light. <laughs> And it is Liliana's turn. Um, I will go ahead and use Rock Smash um, on the injured trap inch. <laughs> so I got a three for accuracy on that. Alright, the trap inch despite blinking away uh, stars, manages to dodge to one side of your smash. Alright. Whichever one has been damaged more, or hit more. Okay. um, I'll say... uh, Flora, use Razor Leaf on that one! Razor Leaf. That one. Does it hit? Nope. Uh, Flora moves into positions so that she could hit both of them with Razor Leaf. Nice. Let's leaves fly and the trap inch enjoy salad. <laughs> Flora takes some leaves out leaves of her pocket and goes, Ha! Those leaves were not sharp enough. They weren't so much razor leaves as they were blunt knife leaves. Yeah, they'd been sitting in the fridge for a while and got kind of soft and squishy, you know. Mm-hmm. Actually, they were nice and crisp. They're like iceberg lettuce. Iceberg lettuce leaves. <laughs> uh, she reached into a bag and just kind of tossed them up in the air. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so after that move, the uh, more wounded trap inch kind of blinks its eyes for a moment and then shoots, uh, kicks up a whole bunch of dust right into Flora's eyes. Flora is blinded until her ne- until the end of her next turn. Meanwhile, the unwounded trap inch looks over at Beatrice, and apparently it has tasted honey at some point in its life because it decides to leap forward and clamp down on Beatrice. I will take that. <laughs> and it did 33 physical dark damage. Yeah, unfortunately, it does uh, chomp chomp down on Beatrice. She's still doing alright, no injuries taken, but um, there's some nibbles in her wing as she uh, tries to uh, pull away from this chomping. Um, she responds with her own bug bite on that same trepage. Uh, six. Six with bug bite is a hit. Alright, good. Uh, let's see if I can roll a little bit better here. Nope. Alright, so out of 2d8s, I get 4, uh, so that's going to be 21 physical bug damage. Alright, you did another 12 physical bug damage, which still does not give this trap engine injury. Good. Charlie, a little surprised, uh, but not liking that, uh, that this... Um, uh, this uh, trap inch is so uh, bulky and beefy. Um, not liking just, that his poke. Hmm? Sorry, I just realized that the trap inch and Beatrice are eating each other. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's their entire fight. Is that the magical fight world fights. of Pokemon. <laughs> Um, again, Charlie still does not like the idea of, uh, hurting Pokemon, but he likes the idea of his Pokemon hurting even less. So he loads up a rock in a sling, and he throws it at the Pokemon, uh, the trap pinch that is, uh, trying to eat Beatrice. 
Gah, I got a rock. That's a roll the two. <laughs> oh. Yeah, unfortunately, the be the trap inch is able to uh, flip over and basically like uh, do a barrel roll to one side to avoid it. Okay. Maybe an A or on one. Uh, again, this is uh, Charlie's uh, subconscious not letting him attack the Pokemon. <laughs> right. Except during King of the Hill, for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> All right. Uh, Professor Sneeze is going to um, select the one that we've been attacking more, the one that has received more damage, and use Swift, flexing the hair muscles, and outcome stars, and here they go, zoom, 11, so not a crit, and damage, 30, no, 20, yes, 28 normal special damage. Alright, you did 17 normal special damage, which is enough to give this trap engine another injury and faint it. Yay! Woohoo! So, trap engine is down. Woo! Um. Go ahead and do bite again. So, um, I got a, <laughs> I got a 3 again for accuracy, which I'm guessing probably is not gonna do bite. Unfortunately, yep, that does not hit the trap engine. Please. So Lil- Liliana is up. Liliana, <laughs> you can delay your turn if you want. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? That that's a great GM response. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna do faint attack. I don't know. Okay. I got a 27 total for that for damage. Uh, did you roll accuracy? It's can't miss, can it? Yeah. Um, I rolled... What? I was gonna say, did you see if you got a crit? I did not. I got an 8. Okay. And you said 20... Okay, no problem. 27 total damage, you said? Yes, sir. Okay, that did 18 damage. Which is enough to injure this trappage. (laughs) It is still standing, though. Have to add that. <laughs> That's okay, Flora. Shake it off. Try another razor leaf. So, uh, minus six to accuracy because of blindness. Yes, That'll minus be a total six to... of six. Six for razor leaf. That hits, yes. I believe. Yes, that hits. Ah. Just barely. Just barely. Uh, that'll be a 27 grass physical damage. I actually did a 33 grass physical, which is enough to give this trap inch two more injuries and paint it. Way to go, Flora! Can I get a perception check from everybody? Ugh, I'm not good at that. Now that attitude. <laughs> Charlie's pretty good at that. Charlie rolled a 13. Nine. I rolled a seven. Now who's got a bad attitude? (laughs) I rolled a seven! That's much better. All right. (laughs) So, Charlie, uh, out of the corner of your eye, you see something purple uh, unfurl itself from the ceiling and comes swooping down towards Beatrice. And you get to see it just in time for it to come slamming into Beatrice and do 13 normal physical damage. uh, We'll make that two. Okay, so it didn't do terribly much. Nope. But it flits up, kind of screeching, and now all of you can kind of see it as basically a bat-shaped creature with yellow eyes and uh, giant ears that kind of work as sonar. Uh, it has a little mouth underneath, kind of moving around, and it's kind of eyeing uh, Beatrice a little hungrily. Power right. education. I mean, if you want to roll it, that's fine, but Charlie uh, sees this and... Uh, doesn't really want, uh, I mean, Beatrice hasn't quite got an injury. He calls her back. Come on back, Beatrice! 
And let's send out a uh, potluck. So potluck, Fif- the fan pee comes out. Fifteen on Pokemon Education. All right, you are fairly certain that this is a Noibat, which is a flying and dragon type Pokemon. Um, Potluck is going to use Rollout. Hey. No, well, I mean, he's going to roll out, but he's just going to roll past the, the Noibat. It's going to kind of try and hop and, and, and spin and get it, but it misses by like a few feet. Aww. Oh, sad. It was a two. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Noibat is able to dodge to one side. Um, then I will do Poison Sting. Got a four. Good old Snippy. Um, that... Unfortunately, the Noibat is able to uh, curly cue out of the way. Alright. Uh, Professor Sneeze is going to try to blind this Noibat. Even though I know definitely uses like, sonar and stuff so maybe it won't even matter but we're gonna do it anyway so gearing up flexing the hair muscle muscles and flash 11 all right the noibat does start to blink in annoyance so minus one to accuracy for the noibat annoyance yeah. annoyance Hey. <laughs> we'll do we'll do rock smash. I got a fifteen this time. That is a solid hit. Woo-hoo. Got twenty-one for damage total. Okay, you ended up doing seven damage total. Uh fighting does half damage to a flying type. So it's not injured, but he did do seven damage. Okay. Well, that's something. Yeah. Flora, use Fairy Wind! Ten. That's a hit. Alright. Uh, that'll be a twenty-eight Fairy Special damage. So you did thirty-two damage, which gave the Noibat two injuries. Still standing. But it's pretty woozy. Good hit, Flora! So after that moment, the uh, Noibat kind of weaves for a bit and then fires out a blast of confusing sound at Flora, who is confused. Potluck gives Rollout another try. It's still spinning from before, kind of uh, doubles back and uh, tries to hop up and hit that Noibat again. Uh, but misses again. Just, uh, just kind of hopping around, not really focusing on what he's doing. He's a, a brand new Pokemon, so he's still getting adjusted to how this all works out. Uh, playing it safe, not wanting to, uh, let anyone, you know, get unnecessarily hurt by this. He does, uh, he tries to throw a rock at the Noibat to see if he can take it out, knowing that it already has a couple of injuries. Uh, Charlie rolls a 15. He hits. Alright, and... This one. Uh, 20. Uh, 20 physical damage. Alright, that did 15 physical damage, which is enough to clonk the Noibat on the head and knock her out cold. I'm, s- I'm sorry, like, so Charlie like, picks up the Noibat, like, uh, uh, like, does, does anyone see a nest? Is there a nest we can kind of, like, shove it into? <laughs> Shut it, up. It, it seems to have. Let's say Charlie rolls a perception to see if there's a nest. Oh, a critical failure. <laughs> well, those pits kind of look three nests, ones. If you look, the 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 pits that the a trap inch made kind of look like nests if you look at them the right way. <laughs> uh, Charlie puts uh, the Noibat in one of those trap inch nests. <laughs> uh, Charlie, I don't think. Oh, okay, never mind. That's fine. <laughs> That's clearly where this came from. <laughs> right. Yes, definitely. He's the only one who saw it come from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Ch- Charlie, you feeling okay? Yeah, He's I'm great. Kind of getting to you. <laughs> uh, I'm great. Let's keep going. All right. 
You keep going, and soon enough, you hear the sound of running water. You find uh, what's actually a crack in the cave, which you can see the sun above this underground stream here. And this, so it seems to be just like high craggy walls to either side of you, and there's a decently swift-moving stream there. Uh, there seem to be several stepping stones that give you a path from one side to the other, though they are rather small and a bit treacherous. Treacherous, if I can speak. So, um, Cole, Cole Danton, uh, he said, uh, he said we just had to cross the stream here, right? That's what I remember. Yep. Um, so go ahead, Charlie, jump in. Um, uh, I'm gonna do a general education on this stream to see if I can tell the best way to try to cross it. Um... Before before okay. you do that, uh, yeah. Charlie sees this and he is like, you know, I'm gonna just try and get across myself. Um, what should I? What skill should I roll? Can I do my acrobatics, or will this be more of an athletics? This would be an acrobatics to to keep balanced. Okay, so Charlie is going to try to jump across the small rocks using his expert acrobatics. Let's see here. We got uh, 17 in acrobatics. Mm. All right. Charlie starts uh, jumping across with oh, no, no problem. Uh, as he gets about halfway there, uh, Charlie, you suddenly feel something soft and heavy settle on top of your head. Uh, Professor Sneeze and Liliana, suddenly Charlie has uh, white hair, as white as... Professor Sneeze, and much larger, and there is a blue bird's head sticking out from the top. It seems to be cooing rather contentedly. <laughs> well, that's a nice change. That seems happy. Charlie, can I, get, can I get another acrobatics check? Yes, sir. This one is um, another 17. All right, you wobble for a moment, but manage to keep your balance, and you manage to do it without even upsetting the new passenger on top of your head. Awesome. So does that mean I made it across? You do manage to make it the rest of the way across after a few moments. Awesome. And I, I, I suppose I actually did notice this thing land on my head, whatever, whatever it is. Yes. All right. Um, I will do a Pokemon education to try and see if I can figure out what it is. Okay. Uh, seven? Um, you're pretty sure it's a flying-type Pokemon, but since it won't get off your head and you can't actually get a look at it, you're not sure exactly what it is. Okay. So I was uh, looking up like, hey, hey, what you, what you doing up there, little guy? Or, or, or a gal? Maybe you're a lady? I don't know. <laughs> Sitting up there and cooing. Uh, did you, Michael? Did you roll a check to see what how to get across or anything? Yes, I rolled a ten on general education. General education. I, like, well, I, I, I just showed you how to get across. Let's <laughs> <Right. laughs> judging by the lack of, like, dis despite the fact that it's open air, there's a lack of vegetation. There are things there which, um, judging of that and the smell that you're getting, you're getting that this is actually a saltwater stream, which is kind of interesting. Oh. Um, also, by looking at it, you can tell it's deeper than it looks. So wading across. Even with even if the current was less swift, waiting across may not be a, an option. Uh, getting across the stepping stones, if you can do it, is a good idea. Otherwise, you have to find a way to uh, basically, if you can float or sail your way across or raft it. Hmm. Um. How high is the ceiling? At least a hundred feet, maybe more. Ugh. Ugh. I think I'll probably just do acrobatics. Okay. I got a 13 for that. Okay. You start making it across just fine as well. 30 feet, you say, yes? 30 feet is what I say, yes. 30 feet. Um, as you're heading across, uh, can I get a combat check from you? From me? Yes. I got a 19 for that. All right. As you're heading across, you catch, you don't know if it's something out of the corner of your eye or a sound or something tells you to basically 
dodge to one side, and you manage to move just in time to dodge a spray of water that comes shooting out and would have hit you in the face. This comes out of the stream? This comes out of the stream. Mm, that makes it worse. Um, <laughs> can I do a perception then? Yes, right you can. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a six for that. All right. You see in the stream, uh, just you can kind of just barely make out a blue, a bluish Pokemon with uh, like a, a wide nozzle-like nose, a curly tail, and like b- little fins on either side. That's just kind of staring at you. And as it goes, it kind of it, it winds up, and you manage to dodge out of the way of another blast of water from, coming out of its nozzle no, no, nozzle mouth nose. Okay. <laughs> um. Can I also quick do a Pokemon education check? Unless Michael, you're ready to. I did not. Okay. Um. Then is that okay? That's fine. Okay. Um. So Pokemon education, I got a nine. All right. You are fairly certain that this is a horsey, mm-hmm. which is a uh, sea creature that is known for being a very good shot with water guns. In fact, in some like in some old serials and stuff, people would use horsey as like handguns. <laughs> things they'd carry them around and use them to fire. That's adorable. Um. All right. Um. Well, I guess Professor Sneeze is just going to try to balance his way across, um, following in the steps of the other two. Try to do his best. It's gonna He's go gonna get wet. <laughs> yep. Acrobatics check. Mm-hmm. Six. That's a critical success. Hey. <laughs> he is shaking a bit as he makes his way slowly across, <laughs> but he is slowly making his way there. Um, uh, Liliana, can I get another acrobatics check to make it the rest of the way across? Sure. I got a seven. All right, uh, you kind of slip on the last uh, rock, but you manage to catch yourself and make it all the way onto the other bank. Uh, meanwhile, Professor Sneeze, as you're getting your way across, you feel something warm and soft settle on your head, and you suddenly feel like you have a lot more hair than you did before. Ew, gross, I don't like this feeling. I was saying, Paul has figured out what this is, but Charlie's still oblivious, but he's okay with it. <laughs> and Charlie, looking over, you can see that uh, Professor Sneeze now has twice as much hair, and there seems to be a blue bird's head sticking out of the top of his hair. <laughs> Aw, that's so cute! Pokemon education. I'm sorry to, a- I'm sorry to ask, Professor... Okay. Yeah, Pokemon education first. Uh... 24. You are almost certain simply by the fact that this soft thing landed on your head that this is a Swablu. Mm -hmm. Uh, These Pokemon love to wander about and land on top of people's heads. It is actually something that they do. (laughs) So cute. Charlie uh, is petting the one on top of his head and just kind of making it feel comfortable. And it, um... As you're doing that, it kind of it it starts like sweeping its uh, wings over your face. Apparently, it, it thought your 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 face needed some cleaning. <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. I'm sorry to ask, Professor Sneeze, but I will need another uh, acrobatics check. <sighs> Let's see how this goes. Get wet. Get Three. wet. Get wet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You make it another uh, quarter of the way towards the ending when you step just wrong on a rock and with a squawk, the Swablu manages to just take flight before you land in the water. <laughs> Ooh, so close. Can I get a survival check to keep from being swept away and swim to the other side? Hey, I'm pretty good at that. Uh, 16. Right, you manage, kind of coughing and spitting, to uh, get yourself up and swim over to the other side and pull yourself back onto the bank. 
Uh, somebody help. Help me up. Get me out of this water. You're doing great. Don't touch me. No, I didn't. Just give me a hand. Just pull me back up all the way under the shore. I need help. Help, Liliana. Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, Liliana. Somebody help. Charlie uh, reaches down to pull Sneeze up. Do I need to do a athletics check on that? No, you're fine. All right. As you're as you're doing that, uh, with a flutter of wings, the other Swablu lands on Professor Sneeze's face and starts swiping at it. Yeah, oh, oh, that feels that feels nice actually. Yeah, I enjoy that. All right, so you've made it to the other bank. In front of you is a little bit of cave that is actually seems to be uh, glowing a little bit with some markings of different crystals. This isn't the same crystals like found in the crystal caverns. But these ones seem to be glowing lightly with like a soft bluish light. Um, would occult education get us anything? Sure. Um, Charlie gets a uh, thirteen in occult. Okay, you're pretty sure the glowing patches on the walls might be uh, unrefined mo- unrefined moonstone or trace moonstone. Uh, there's not enough there to actually make an evolutionary stone, but there's bits which suggest that there might be an area with moonstones nearby. All right. Um, hey guys, take a look around here. These stones, these are like little little moonstone shards. I mean, nothing that it could be used to evolve melody or anything like that. But um, there might be some around here. Maybe. Interesting. We should go check that out. All right. As you guys head farther in, um, you find markings of uh, basically tools being used on the walls. And eventually you turn the corner and go into what looks like a small home. Uh, There's a rock-hewn fireplace, a bed, and uh, some things like little patches of like moonstone dust areas that are used for lighting and decoration. Cole is sitting in front of the fire in the fireplace reading a book. As you guys get in there, he looks up and smirks and then stands up and pushes uh, a boulder next to the wall, which opens up to reveal the outdoors. <laughs> I hate you. That's <laughs> cool. easy. Why couldn't we just open that earlier? Would your Pokemon have gotten tr- stronger? Would you have learned anything? You've seen the Pokemon that you saw? I don't know if I learned anything anyway, but it was still cool. (laughs) And we may have seen the Pokemon later on the journey. (laughs) Depending on what our GM allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. It's like, well, whatever you think of it, you finish the two tasks, so... Any po- any of the Pokemon you seen you saw today are yours. Any one. Only one. Only one for now. Also, also as a plus for going through there, um, I'll let you have your pick. You can get a Moonstone, a Dragon Scale, or a King's Rock. Whatever you like. Um, do, 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 do. I have nothing that uses the King Rock, King's Rock yet. Um, Dragon Sail or Moon. Uh, I guess none of those necessarily help Charlie right now, but um, I think it's got to be a Moonstone for Professor Sneeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, so many. Pokemon, how do I choose just one? Uh, <laughs> Wait, what were all the Pokemon we saw today? Uh, the on Pokemon on the, on the last two episodes of Pokemon Rollout, our trainer saw Pancham, Tyrogue, Machop, Timber, Metatite, Ralts, Stoffel, Trapinch, Noibat, Swablu, and Horsey. Also also uh, what level will we be getting these at? Level 16. Level oh, 16, okay. 
Also, technically, you saw a salamence. <laughs> Wait, can we choose that one or not? <laughs> I imagine it would be a bagon. Yeah, it would be a bagon. And uh, let's see if those are any good at low levels. I'm betting it's not. Well, it's not so bad. It's yeah, it's considered one of the better Pokemon to get. Mm. You don't oh, need to. Oh man. I, I, I did I didn't think of that until this moment, but technically it's true. <laughs> What's that? I, I didn't think about the fact that you've seen a Salamence today, but technically it's true. Yes, it is technically true. Okay. Um So Charles thinking about metagaming here. <laughs> I think um Professor Sneeze is going to choose a Swablu. A Swablu Shit. for me. They're so cute and helpful. They clean my face. Okay, so you do get a level 16 Swablu. Also, it has uh, two inheritance moves. Ooh. So you can pick two inheritance moves. Mm. Of course, gender, nature, and ability is your choice. Too many Pokemon I want to use. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh. I love rogues, so I gotta take that one. Okay. I guess that helps point me in my direction. Um, as much as I like the psychic fairy idea, I'm going to take a Bagon. Alright. And I will take a... A moonstone as well. Alright. They do have other abilities in... Yep, the moonstone is just to evolve specific Pokemon. Uh, moonstone evolves Nidorina, Nidorino, Clefairy, Jigglypuff, Eevee, Skitty, and Mana. I believe moonstone evolves Eevee into... Uh, in, in this game, a Moonstone evolves Eevee either into Umbreon or, uh, whatchamacallit, Sylveon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's, that's just how they do it to make it a little simpler. Uh, Moonstone. Duststone, Dawnstone. That's weird. Uh, King's Rock, uh, attacks cause flinch at a roll of 19+. plus. This is not stacked with any abilities, moves, Sylveon. or effects that affect flinch rate, held item for trainers. This evolves yep. Poliwhirl and Slowpoke. Okay, and that's all that, that's, yeah, yeah, that's what King Dark does. Uh, and then and Dragon, Scale, Dragon Scale. And that only Dragon evolves Scale Cedra. just evolves Seedra, so it's not as special as I thought. Um, hmm. But, uh, yeah, Moonstone evolves Eevee into Sylveon. That's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I take uh, Charlie takes the moonstone. Yeah, I'm gonna take a moonstone also. Everyone took a moonstone. All right. Hey hey. Paul's like, all right. You did pretty well, even if you didn't think you you don't seem to have as much fun as as I thought you would. <laughs> Thanks, anyways. I can't very That's wet. Right. I don't like getting that wet. <laughs> it was fine. I'm. I'm just gonna let you know now. Let you know when you when you guys come to drop by my gym. The short way will get you to the gym, get you to the gym battle, get you to everything. But the long way around, that's the interesting way. All right, we will will try to remember that. I probably won't. (laughs) Alrighty then. Best of luck on your journey, you and your archetypes. Have a good day. Wait, you knew there were archetypes? He's jumped up onto a salamence, and with a wave, he's, he flies away. Why do so Char- many trainers do that to us? Char- Charlie waves. <laughs> Liliana pushes his hand back down. <laughs> all right. And I think that is all the time we have for tonight, so thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestryradio.org slash Pokemon rollout on Twitter at Pokeroll Podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pokerollouts. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapestry Radio. 
And check out some of our other great shows at TapestryRadio.org, like Intermission and Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch. A special thank you to Rocco W. for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. Once again, I'm Nick, and one of these days I will post at my Twitter, at PokeRollNick. I am Paul. Again, uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at ProfSnag. And otherwise, you can find me in the Tap Room or uh, at the Puckle Podcast. You can find me there, uh, like, all the time, basically. I am Michael. You can find me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L and find me in the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. Uh, We love chatting with people and getting fan art. And I am Lydia once again. And you can find me in the Tap Room and also on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. Let me know what you want me to post, what you would like us, what you would like to see from us. Um, yeah, give me some good ideas. And if you like what we do here every other week, and hopefully you do since you've been around for the 20th episode now. Woo! <laughs> so if you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch ya later. Next time on Pokemon Rollout. With Cold Anton's tasks freshly completed, the trainers continue on their journey to Trilithon Sanctuary. As they head into the forest around the sanctuary, the Pokemon only grow wilder and weirder. What fresh sights will the trainers gaze upon as they head towards their second badge? Find out next time on Pokemon Rollout. By the way, I said, um, um, you you have cheese pants in your onion. <laughs> Hello, bloopers. <laughs> Blah. Is a lady. Yes, yes. <laughs> you might just make it to. So you'll get very close to Charlotte on Sanctuary after a year. It only takes us a year to get our second gym badge. <laughs> no, to get to the second gym. <laughs> to get to the second gym. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so in eight years we'll have all the badges. Yes. <laughs> Don't say that like it's a bad thing. You're gonna be old. <laughs> Hush you. I shoot the hippopotamus with bullets made of Pokemon uh, flesh. Uh, <laughs> Alright, but yeah. you know, it's Charlie, you'll miss, because that's a ground type. <laughs> oh! Damn. Throwing some shade. <laughs> Listening back to that one, uh, I felt kind of bad, because it almost sounded like, we were like, we have your brother, like, we have your brother hostage. <laughs> <laughs> so you better come along with us. <laughs> um. <laughs> now it's Penny's turn. Nope.
You mean Snippy? Snippy's turn. <laughs> uh-huh. One day, one day I'll get those two's names not mixed up, and that sentence will make grammatical sense one of these days. <laughs> one of these you days. Which? One of these days. Uh oh, again. Um, hello. What? Yeah. I I missed just about everything that just happened in the past like minute. Oh, um. Lydia I... said that she totally hit that Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> and I caught an Arceus. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> she did right. three thousand damage to the trap inch and <laughs> rolled a one with a master ball to catch an Arceus. Yep. And, so uh, in Arceus. this reality, what happened? Ah, the same. <laughs> Otherwise known right, as rolling a three for accuracy. Let's <laughs> say hello, bloopers. Um. <laughs> Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion obambulating about. Offered unto you in the Tapestry Radio Network. TapestryRadio.org, from our fancy to yours.